Oh, nostalgia. It's the reason why people are still sporting fashion trends from the 80s and why 90s sitcoms are getting reboots. But did you know that nostalgia has important psychological benefits? It does. Scientists have found that nostalgia increases feelings of empathy and helps reduce stress and loneliness. Makes sense. Nostalgia can also be a powerful way to reconnect with your loved ones and remind yourself that you're loved and you're valued. Who doesn't love a good story that's been told a thousand times over? Being able to cherish your memories in your life, it's, it's powerful, it's emotional, and it's so powerful, actually, that researchers have discovered that nostalgia can even increase your body temperature. So if you're a little chilly some nights, just go down memory lane. But sometimes nostalgia can be bittersweet. If you start to feel sad over your past and negatively compare it to your present, nostalgia can be more of a a mood killer than a mood lifter. It turns out there's a difference between being warm, happy nostalgia and getting a little too stuck in the past. Constant reminiscing and comparing can, you know this, it can actually make you feel anxious, it can make you feel depressed. I felt this way, I'm curious if you have. I had someone write me the other day, and they were sharing how where they are now is not where they ideally want to be. How reflecting on their past, it makes their present feel more lonely, more sad. Empty, even. I understand. So, I like to think of nostalgia as an iceberg. The best memories are above the water. And when you dive in and take a look at the whole glacier, you see some of the not-so-great parts, the heavy parts. You see all the things you lived through that you don't really miss or wouldn't care to relive, to be honest. The problem isn't diving into the water and seeing the iceberg for what it really is. The problem is staying too long underwater and getting stuck there. I'm going to say that again. The problem isn't diving into the water and seeing the iceberg for what it really is. The problem is staying too long underwater and getting stuck there. So today, let's ground ourselves fully in the present. Your best days aren't behind you. Your best days are the ones you're present enough to fully experience. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two, one. Let's be honest, we can't talk about nostalgia without talking about one-hit wonders. Yep, I said it. You know, the song 8675309 or the Macarena. These songs, they they seem kind of silly now, but they were a huge success. I mean, they were inescapable when they were released. What major event did not have the Macarena and everyone up doing the dance? One Hit Wonders are they're great examples of how powerful nostalgia can be and how it can impact your thoughts and your emotions. All right, I'm going to say a word, okay? What's the very first thing 
that comes to mind when I say Mbop. Exactly. Hansen. Do happy childhood memories surface? Maybe the Macarena won't make a comeback. Kind of hoping. But your glory days aren't a thing of the past. I'm going to say that again. Your glory days are not a thing of the past. Sometimes nostalgia is so powerful, we begin to think, I won't achieve anything that great again, or life just won't be that good again. We see the tip of this nostalgic iceberg, and suddenly nothing around us now seems as good in comparison. These feelings can make it pretty difficult to see where you are now. So imagine that you've had a really fun time in your 20s, right? And you had very few responsibilities. You had some great friends. You were carefree. Now years have passed, and you're more grown up, thankfully. You've got a lot more on your plate, and you just can't stop wishing things could be the way they used to be. Think about it this way. Whenever you hold on to your past a little too tightly, you miss out on all the great things that make you, you. If you still see yourself as a kid, if you still see yourself as a, a teenager or a young adult, you won't be able to see yourself as a confident, brave adult that you are today. You can be grateful for the life that you've lived and for the life you're living now in the present at the same time. It's not a one or the other thing. Think of the nostalgia iceberg and all the things that make up that big glacier beneath the surface. You have some wonderful memories to hold on to and cherish, but you've probably grown into a stronger, more mature person than what you were in your 20s. Luckily, nostalgia can be your friend. You, you can be your own greatest inspiration if you want to look at it that way. After all, you have accomplished pretty amazing things so far, and so reminiscing about those achievements, they are a reminder that you're capable of doing great things. How great is it to look back at your life and feel so proud when you use nostalgia to feel good about yourself and to push yourself to grow even more? You're unstoppable. You are. You are unstoppable. If you find yourself replaying the past in your head too often, or constantly yearning for how things used to be, take it as a sign. Not a sign that your past was better than your present, but a sign that you need more room to grow. I'm going to say that again. It's not a sign that your past was better than your present. It's not that at all. But it's a sign that you need more room to grow. You may be feeling down because you've outgrown your old life. You're becoming someone new. And so your life needs to change along with that newness. Your life needs to change along with you as well. Perhaps your lifestyle was a good fit for a little bit, but now you're wondering, mm, what else is out there? Instead of trying to turn back time, you might change the way you dress. Maybe picking up a new hobby changing the company that you keep. There's so many things you can do to allow yourself to be who you are right now. And I, I get it. In the midst of all this change, change can be scary. But if you're always yearning for the past, 
It's probably a sign you're ready to take on your fears. Did you hear that? It's probably a sign that you're ready to take on your fears. When you give yourself a chance to live the life you want to live, you'll find yourself grateful for the past, but fully grounded in the present. Give the present a chance. You might surprise yourself. I mean, who knew you could live in an entirely new way? The more you open up, the less stuck you'll feel. Yearning for the past simply means that you're yearning to belong to yourself. Does that make sense? Yearning for the past, it simply means that you're yearning to belong to yourself. You're seeking to, to reconnect with who you are. Reconnecting with who you are sometimes means grieving who you used to be. One of the reasons nostalgia can be tinged with sadness is loss. Maybe there was a time when a loved one was still in your life, and now they no longer are. It's hard. It's so difficult to accept that the present is so different because you've lost someone you loved. And it's all too easy to compare your past and your present when there's a hole in your heart to fill. I understand that completely. Nostalgia can help you cherish those important memories. And no one, no one, no one can take that power away from you. No one can take those memories and what that person or that void or that place or that thing, what they, the impact that they had on you. But if you find yourself getting stuck, when you want to move forward as the person you are today, you'll learn that you have to grieve yourself as well. Maybe you were bold and rebellious and now you're quiet and relaxed or just tired for my sake. Or maybe you had different dreams and goals than you do now. Once you wanted to be a chef and now you're an accountant. However these changes come about, learn to let go of the past just enough to let yourself feel good about who you are right now. There's nothing wrong with wondering what could have been. There's not. Or worth wondering how your life might look if the same people were always in it. But some things, some things you'll just never know. Letting go, no matter how challenging it may seem, is how you learn to swim around the glacier, but still come up for air. Did you hear that? I'm hoping you're paying attention. Letting go. No matter how challenging it may seem, is how you learn to swim around this glacier, but still come up for air. Thankfully, thankfully you're capable of forming new memories, ones so wonderful that one day you'll look back at them with warm, nostalgic feelings. The way to make new, meaningful memories is to live in the present and truly experience each moment without judgment. If you're always looking over your shoulder, you'll miss what is right in front of you. Remember that your best days aren't behind you, and they're not guaranteed to be ahead of you. All you have is this moment in front of you, right now. So every now and then, dive in, full permission, 
head first. Go for it. Dive in. Look at the glacier. See your whole life, including all the good and all the bad moments, but reconnect with your past. Remember how incredible your life has been. Just make sure. Swim back to the surface after a little while. Enjoy the present moment exactly as it is. To find more episodes of Calm It Down, hear the musical playlist from today's episode, or simply wanting to know where to send chocolate chip cookies, visit CalmItDownPodcast.com. You're not alone. You are not alone. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. And now something my attorney wants me to say. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and is not intended to, nor should they serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you, and you should only act upon the advice of such physician. Now, what I'd like to say. I am an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this and future podcasts in aiding those needs. To find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit CometDownPodcast.com. And finally, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of emotional health. I'm Chad Lawson, and until next time, be kind to your mind, and join me next week as we calm it down.